This broadcast is brought to you by Edges for Me, the exclusive company that brings you ancient properties for ancient bitches. The exclusive company for struggling edges for a struggling bitch. At Edges for Me, they pride ourselves for exclusivity in the Section 8 market. Are you too a habitual lace front offender? A wig tyrant? A follicle destroyer? At Edges for Me, we pride ourselves in your fucked up ways. We want to correct your inability to treat your own scalp and give you the edges you truly deserve. At Edges for Me, you will be satisfied. 100% faith-based customer guaranteed. This is a Edges for Me all in and all out. Edgesforme.com Edgesforme.com Hello y'all, this is Lady J, but of course on here I'm J Baby. And this is Kush Kid. And I'm so excited to talk to him. How you guys doing? What's going on? Well, you came up as a co-host for dating and relationships. Now I have been waiting for this to be with a topic to for to talk about this topic with another guy and get a different perspective. What, okay, what are your thoughts? What are some of your perspectives on dating? Uh, it depends. You know, um, dating is like, it's fake. <laughs> well, I you might have to elaborate on that because I get where you're coming from. But, like, right. as a woman, like, there are preconceived notions before the date even starts the date the planning the spontan the spontaneity anything like there are preconceived notions that everyone is already hiding something yeah you know when you go out on the first day it's um i treat well let's go off the consensus then because i treat the first dates totally different than i think anyone else um but i think what the consensus is with first dates with first dates is you want to be your uh your best representative of yourself, you know. Um, uh, but I think that first dates are <laughs> are somewhat uh, wrapped up in in what you really want, but not telling the other partner what you really want, you know. Because a first date is usually about just sizing the person up. Yeah. Can I go out on the second day with this person? Can I be? in close proximity with this person without getting annoyed. Because usually when we go on first dates, we're always looking for those aha moments or those what-if moments to sometimes protect ourselves, which is the cognitive distance and why we have our guards up to keep certain people away. Or, oh, I already figured this out. Let me not continue to, to date this person type of thing. You know? So yeah. I think the first date sometimes can go... Um, up to you. It depends on how you view what first date's supposed to be. Right. It's all subjective and individual and individualized. You know, it all depends on where that person is in their in their own mind. That is very true. I mean, I have like by no means have I been in the dating world for long at all. But from what I have streamed from other people and from the limited experience that I have had myself. 
um, I have also come to realize that people don't ask questions like ever. Yeah. Like, you know, they want the first date to be lighthearted and, you know, to ask uh, the lesser of many questions on the first date and just chill. But I'm just like, you're... Because you don't want... Because when you like someone, I think... I understand what you're saying, too, because I think when you like someone or if you um, maybe want some um, something to continue, you don't... Some people look at it as, um, I don't want to scare this person away. So I'm not going to bombard this person with so much information on the first date that is going to run them away. Because if we all were to reveal our truths on first dates, a second date would would never happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> and what I mean by truths is our faults, you know, our inconsistencies. Um, no one's perfect, you know. Uh, but I think that, uh, in in my way, how I view things, if we are upfront, which I've, they can't use this golden rule time again. When you're upfront, you give the other person options and opportunity to love you more and you give them the decision if they want to continue to, to uh, embrace you or get to know you even better. Because when you, when you hide certain um, important things about your life from people, it's going to come up anyway. Even if it's your true self, you might put on your best self for a couple of weeks, but your true self might come through on the, on the fourth day. No, bitch, I don't eat tacos. The fuck you mean? You know what I'm yes, I totally understand. I totally get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, okay, like I'm gonna get into like you know different aspects of dating because like this is one, but it's also the self image that people have of themselves when they start dating. Now I'm I'm not necessarily small, but I'm not necessarily thick, and people look at me differently. Man, if you got some meat on you, say you're fat. Hey, I'm not skinny. I'm a big nigga. I'm 6'2", 300 pounds, and proud of it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I right. hate it for, like, I hate it for, like, really. I got fat meat like, everywhere. I got because, like, they feel that they have to, like, downplay themselves. And I'm like, you don't have to downplay yourself, girl. Like, you look good. Go out there and get that. Because people out there who like you for what you are. And you, and some people, like you just said, it's in your head. And some people don't know that the more you love yourself, the more the world will love you, regardless of if you think you're too skinny, too fat, big head, long feet. If you embrace what you have, the world won't even use that against you because you're embracing it. They can't use it against exactly. you. Exactly. And I'm like, when you have to be able to love yourself first before you even start dating. That's the thing. That's why it's been hard for me to get into a relationship because every time that I feel like I want to, like I feel like I'm not in the headspace or in the space and time for me to have a relationship. Because neither do I want to be in a relationship with somebody that, you know, they feel obligated to be with me. It's not an obligation. I want you to have a choice. I mean, not, um, not to intrude, but uh, can I ask how old you are? I am actually 19 years old. That's very <laughs> mature for a 19-year-old. Yeah, I mean, very. like, this is this is everybody's reaction to me. And I'm like, you know, going seeing people go through that experience and from the limited experience that I've had, I have been able to gleam a lot of wisdom. And I have been able to give wisdom to other women, other men, all inclusive. I have been able to just give 
them a voice so that they understand that they're not alone, that they're not going through it alone, and that they can always talk to me about it. I'm always a good listening ear. There's nothing you can't talk to me about, but I'm not going to go back and tell your business because, first of all, I don't know you. I don't know your go-through. And, like, I can't, I can't tell your story for you. I can't, tell, I can't tell anybody about your journey. You can only do that for yourself. I think um, you hit it on the head when you said that um, people need to love themselves before they get into relationships. Because a lot of times what people do is they look to the other person to fill their cup up of acceptance. And, and when people do that, they will always be on a search for something when that one relationship don't work. Because what they're doing is, in my opinion, a lot of people are dating the same person just with a different face. Yes. Same type of woman, just a different name, different physique, but it's still the same characteristics there. Yeah. That they say they did want, but that's the same ones that they're attracted to. What I hate the most is that you know there are some very good down to earth guys out here who have been raised by their mothers and then around their sisters, and like, don't get me wrong. I understand that there are some guys that have been raised around their fathers and that have been raised around their brothers, but you can tell the difference. And like to in today's society, it is so hard to, you know, get the attention of that guy or that girl or all inclusive and that person is they want something different than what you offer. Like, you might be a genuine, nice person, down to earth, take home to mom or dad, and, like, you know, y'all hit it off. But they'll take that mean bitch over there, and, you know, she wants to wear high heels all the time, get her whip done all the time, buy Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and, you know, make sure her part is on fleek. But I'm like, I mean, I hate it for the guys that are, like, really genuinely good. They going out there, they grinding, they getting their paper. They doing what they want in their career. But they want these dirty, know-nothing-ass women. I pray for them because I'm like, even though that's what you want, like, that wears on you. That's time-consuming. Like, it's literally draining your soul. Like, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, help you out with your, uh, with your uh, curiosity with that. Men like to fuck, and so do women. Oh, that is very true. Don't get me, don't get me wrong at all. That is so true. I understand. Let me <laughs> right, you know, it's it's it's, it's um, sexual uh, attraction is just it's natural. You can't you can't resist that. But. When you intertwine that with finances, pride, and subjectability, I mean, subjectability with life, you're going to get those type of guys that are going to fuck who they want to fuck. Then you're going to get the type of women who maybe want those type of guys, but don't understand why those guys are fucking these type of women who are upstanding, have a job, you know, um, they... They respect their mothers, their their sisters, and, and even their kids, but they still like to fuck, you know? Yeah, but what happens during that time where you're like, I'm a changed man, I want to do something different, and nobody believes you? That has nothing to do with the world. 
Now the now the the boy who cried wolf could cry wolf a thousand times. What he cried wolf for the truth the last time and nobody believed him. He still told the truth. Now, now let's take a step. Actually, let's let's look into deeper what you just said. So if those guys were um dishonest in their lives, then that would be different. But if what do you say to the to the guys who are honest with with themselves and the women they deal with by saying, look, you're not the only one. I am successful. I have friends, and this is the lifestyle that I live. You could choose yourself to deal with me and the people who I deal with, or understand that if you aren't with this, then we can move. We can part ways. To me, that is the best way to live your life and be respectful if you're that type of guy, because then you can't say that you're hurting anyone. You can't say that you're playing any women. You can't you can't put women in a position where you feel like you're um, you're over them. You actually give them the power, because once you give the woman the power, you actually have more options. You understand what I mean by that? Very true. I've you guys seen control this action, so like everything that you're saying is like very true. These are very good nuggets for men to have because there are some men that don't necessarily do that. They just expect it to be known. What is known is this. <laughs> You're going to laugh at me when I say this. Dick and pussy has been running this world for thousands of years. Dick and pussy controls this earth. And I mean, to be so blunt and harsh, it might sound like, you know, I'm being uh, kind of. Uh, no, you're telling the truth. You're telling the truth. You stand in that truth. This, yeah, it's. it's it's one of is one of the world's most um celebrated behind the doors activities, but yet is um scrutinized and heavily um uh hated with society, you know. But it's actually the driving force and what keeps everything moving. The man who gets up every day and works hard and goes to work and does these things, I'm not saying that he does these things for a woman, but you are doing these things to establish yourself to attract the best woman that you want or whoever that man is. Some some people get up and go to work. Some men get up and go to work to, or hustle or do what they need to do to attract a whore, a bitch, because that's what they want to choose. Some guys may want to maybe get their life together or have their life together, and they're searching for something a little bit on the upper echelons level of women. So it's all it's all individual based, you know? That is very true. It different it differentiates with people's situation. And like yeah. I'm a stem from me because like I see my I see my friends do this. But I just want to be very clear that there are that, you know, while men are able to play like why can't we like there there are women who like to have sex that is perfectly clear that's, that's they, will what I mean. out here, they will go out here and mess with people but like my thing is if you're if you as a man will go out there and mess with other women why as a woman why won't you let me do my thing why am i scrutinized and you're saying that you know i'm a hoe i'm a thought just because i'm going to go you know do my thing out here that's the double standard in the world we live in today. Um, I would like to continue this uh, conversation with you, but the 15-minute mark is coming up, so we probably need to restart it again. This has been a combined broadcast with Kush Kid and Jay Baby. 
Um, hey. <laughs> we're going to do this again, and uh, this will be there will be a part two to this. All right. <laughs>